Well, praise the Lord and good morning again, Sound Gospel Radio. We are back on this Monday morning at 7 a.m. for a fresh wind, a fresh wind. Speak to us, Lord Jesus. Speak to us, Lord Jesus. And we've been in a series called Break the Cycle, and I really hope and pray that it's been a blessing to somebody as it's been a, just an enlightenment and a, 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 a just a reminder, even to myself, y'all, as we come to a change and a season and a change in, in time and so many things are going on, y'all. Listen, we've been paying attention to the news and we've been uh, very surprised with some of the things that we have seen in the news that's been devastating, that's been hurtful, that's been shocking. And as an encouragement to you, even if you're dealing with some things in your life, let me be a let me be an encouragement that some of the things that you may be dealing with, some of the things that I have dealt with and I may be dealing with is some cycles that we have created you all that we need to break. There's some things in our lives that the Lord is saying, I'm here to rescue you and I'm here to help you. But I just have some things that you need to do so that we can move forward in this thing. Amen. And so that's what we're here. We're here to talk about this subject today. And again, I'm grateful for you listening, grateful for you tuning in. It's such an encouragement to see you in the mornings and to be that you are blessed and to the messages that we get. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you. So listen, y'all, for the last, what, two weeks? When did we start this? When did we start this uh, series? I would like to say we started it, what, two weeks ago? Oh, my. But for the last couple of sessions, I'll say it like this. We've been doing a series called Break the Cycle. And there's some cycles that need to be broken. What is a cycle? A cycle in a definition, it is a, uh, uh, a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order. It's a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order. It can also be known as a round or a rotation. It could also be known as a, a circle or a pattern or a, a rhythm or a sequence. And, uh, even as we're doing this uh, lesson here, it can be also known as a series, as we've been doing a series where we've been talking about the same thing over and over again in a consecutive order and a set of time. And so as we're doing a series for this uh, session of Break the Cycle, a cycle is considered a series. It's a continuation. And so as we approach uh, some things that are changing in our lives, the Lord has really been pressing on our heart to let us know that it's time for us, people of God, to break the cycle. It's time for us to make some major changes in our thought process and in our life that we need to do better. We need to come up higher and we need to do better. If you've been paying attention to some of our talk shows that we have had, we even had a talk show uh, most recently about uh, mental health and and making sure that you're put together and put well. And my wife said something that I really appreciate it was it's not as one thing that that you you know, that we need to check up on those that need help. And yes, we should. And and even those that are us that we need to help. If we want somebody to reach out. It, the, the encouragement that she gave was you can't just sit there the whole time expecting the people to pick you up in the spirit. We do that. I was just hoping somebody picked me up in the spirit. I just, I just, I just, I, I, I didn't understand. And you know, there was a situation where, um, oh God, Nathan, make it quick and get into this, this, the message. But there was a situation where um, the Lord had showed me someone and he showed me them going through and it was meant for me not to say anything. He told me, don't say anything, just pray for them. And I began to pray for them. I even reached out to another prayer 
partner and say, hey, we need to pray for this person because the Lord laid them on my heart. The Lord had laid that same person on their heart and we begin to pray for them. But the Lord made the instruction of don't tell them that we're praying. Somebody could say, well, that's harsh. Well, guess what? The Lord was trying to get to a place with them where they would seek his face and not always seek another. Many times they were always looking for a word or for uh, a comfort from somebody else. Oh, I'm praying for you, all this and all that. No, the Lord said, no, 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 don't say much. Just I, I, I need them to seek my face. I need them to reach out to me. And it was building their character and building their faith in the Lord. And so there's some cycles, you all, that we need to break. The Lord is like, okay, I'm going to take it to the next level. But in order for you to go to the next level, you got to make this decision. You got to make this change. And that's where we've tied in into this story today. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about a man named Naaman. And we've been, been in the word of God. We've been in 2 Kings chapter 5. And the scripture starts off with, Now Naaman, the commander of the army of the king of Syria, it said that he was an honorable man in the eyes of his master because the Lord had given him victory to Syria. But he was... Uh, a leper. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. And again, I, I, I told you I wasn't going to reiterate, but I have. Um, just as this is the ending of this series today, the man had leprosy and they had made captive this young lady. They had a young lady that they had captured her and pulled her in as a servant and made her become a servant of Naaman's wife. And she realized that Naaman had this uh, sickness and this illness of leprosy, and she gave him a solution. She said, hey, listen, if only my master can go to uh, Israel and she'll know that there's a prophet in Israel because there's your answer. Go over to Israel and get some and get healing. And so with the permission of the king, the Bible says that Naaman now goes to the prophet uh, in Israel. I'm making a very long story short because we didn't cover that. And if you haven't heard that, reach out to us so we can get you the archives. We're going to put it up on our website, hopefully real soon in the future. But he goes to the man of God and the man of God does something that really made Naaman furious. Naaman was upset. He didn't like it. The Bible talks about it in the verse here. It says it. And uh, let me go back to the verse, uh, verse 11, because what did, what did the prophet do? The prophet sent someone to come out to Naaman. The, the prophet didn't bring Naaman in the house. The prophet didn't come out of the house. The prophet sent a word. This is what I love about the word of God. The prophet sent a servant to tell Naaman what to do. The prophet sent a word. Y'all hear me today? Let that speak to you. But that's how the Lord's been doing us. He's been doing this for a while is he sends us a word. We're looking for sometimes the manifestation. We want somebody to touch us. We want somebody to lay hands on us. We want sometimes this physical person to speak this and say this when the Lord sends a word. We wanted he wanted the actual prophet to do something. How many times have we done it? We get to church and we want the pastor to lay hands on us. And sometimes the pastor is busy or the minister is unable and he just gives you a word. So he sends the servant to come out and the servant said, uh, uh, go wash in the Jordan seven times and, and your flesh will be restored unto you. That's in verse 10. I read it in verse 10, second Kings chapter five, it says, and Elisha sent a message to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored unto you. But Naaman didn't like that. Y'all what happened? Naaman created a cycle of anger because the Bible says in verse 11, Naaman became what furious. Ooh, 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 
Naaman was pissed. You what? He said, indeed, I said to myself, read it in your word. It's sitting right there. Indeed, I said to myself, he was surely talking about the prophet will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. He said he got the nerve and he said, are not the rivers of Damascus better than the waters of Israel? Well, guess what? Jordan wasn't your best looking water. Oh my God. Jordan wasn't your best looking water. There's a lake I grew up at in my hometown that when you got in the lake, if you had on a t-shirt, your t-shirt turned the color of that lake. But everybody liked the lake because the lake was easy to get to. It was a cheap lake that you could swim in, but it wasn't our favorite lake all the time. And it's a shame because that lake had all the rides. It had the different uh, uh, merry-go-rounds and the, and, the, and, and the different rides and games you can play at that lake. Then the lake that was cleaner didn't have all that. So which one do you want to go to? We they took the kids to the one that had the rides. We just knew that when you got in that lake, you best to be sure you was going to take a shower. Sometimes before you even left the lake, you went into the locker room and took a shower. Wasn't the best type of lake. But guess what? The Lord told Naaman, go and dip uh, through the prophet. He used the prophet. The prophet told the servant to tell Naaman to go dip in the water seven times and Naaman began to create in his mind a cycle, a cycle of anger because Naaman was so furious. When you're furious, your mind is on that thing. Your mind is over and over and over and over annoyed, over and over again, angry. Again, you're just, oh, you feel feeling some type of way. And that's how Naaman felt. He felt some type of way. But here's the thing, y'all. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to move forward. But God gave Naaman a simple instruction. Now, you already know I got deep on that. I got real deep on that. So I'm going to leave it there. But God had gave Naaman a simple instruction. I'm just going to say this real quick and I'm going to keep it moving. But how many times did God gives up? Did God give us a simple word or a simple instruction and we didn't like it? And so it made us upset because it wasn't what we expected. God told us to wait. He told us to trust. He told us to believe we wanted God to give us new positions on the job. He says, wait, we wanted elevation. He said, pray. We wanted destination. He said, fast. We want a financial breakthrough. He tell us to sow. We want, we want to ask God for healing. He says, trust all those things happen. Simple instruction. So Naaman felt some type of way. Naaman began to let things go in his mindset about all this. And he's ready to turn away. And he, he went away in rage as the Bible said. The Bible said he turned away. And that's in verse 12. It says, so he turned and went away in rage. But as he went away, his servants came near and spoke to him and said, my father, that means they're close with him. They said, my father, if the prophet told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more than when he says to you, wash and be clean. So I said it last time. I believe I said it on Thursday. I said it's strategic and it's important. And it's essential that you be careful who is in your inner circle because they can talk you right in or right out of a blessing that could change your life. And the Lord is saying as you approach a new season, people of God, as things are changing in all of our lives, the Lord is saying, be careful who you have in your inner circle. And some of them need to be removed because they are hindering you from a blessing. There are even some family members. It's unfortunate. It's even some family members that you need to treat with a long handled spoon because they do not have your best interests at heart. 
and some close friends, some close family members that you kept close, but you got to now kind of have a distance. That doesn't mean that you don't love them, but you got to set them from a distance because look at this. You wanted to start that daycare 12 years ago, 20 years ago, and sometimes five years ago, but they, they, the people in your circle, they talked you out of it. You wanted to open up this restaurant a long time ago, probably even a couple of months ago. You know you're going to make some buku money, but they discouraged you. Some of you are older now. You wanted to go back to school and you mentioned it to a friend of yours and they laughed at you because they said you're too old. And guess what? You're never too old to go back to school. Google it. There's some people that went back to school in their 80s and their 90s and got their degrees. Listen here, it's strategic and it's important and it's essential that you be careful who's in your inner circle. And then the Lord spoke to me and says, sometimes you can have the right people in your inner circle and you're the one that's holding yourself back. Y'all are quiet this morning. This is the quietest church in the universe. My God, listen, sometimes you're the one that is holding yourself back. Sometimes you created this cycle of doubt in your mind that you cannot make it to the next level, that you can't overcome and that you can't succeed and that you can't make it to the next level. But the Lord, he said, listen, trust me and follow my simple instructions. So what did the word of God say in this scripture here? So after having those servants come to him in verse 14, it says, so he went down and he dipped in the Jordan seven times according to the saying of the man of God. And guess what? His flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. He didn't know what was going to happen, but he finally obeyed the simple instruction and God healed him. The instruction didn't make sense. The instruction sounded crazy. The instruction sounded strange. The instruction was simple, but he broke the cycle in his mind and he went through the process and his health y'all guess what was taken to a different level once he got over himself he followed the instruction from the man of god and he was healed his health was taken to a different level all following the simple instruction by breaking the cycle. And the Lord is saying to us today, he said, follow my command and break the cycle, break the cycle, break the cycle. Some of us have been stuck on the wrong cycle. I got to take a glass of water for that one. Ooh, refresh me, Lord. For fresh wind. Yes, I took that drink because I got to get deep in this. Some of us have been stuck on the wrong cycle. Some of us have been stuck in a cycle of hate. A cycle of fear. A cycle of depression. A cycle of rejection. A cycle of hurt. A cycle of tradition. A cycle of abuse a cycle of abandonment, a cycle of loneliness. And I'm learning that we refuse to break these cycles that we have been harnessed and that we've been holding because we are comfortable in this cycle of hate and cycle of depression. We, we, we got so comfortable hating. They did me wrong and you just got comfortable. Oh, they hurt me. And you got comfortable in that cycle. 
Oh, they always rejected me. Because guess what? You in this cycle love becoming the victim because becoming the victim gives you attention. Every time you run into somebody, they say, hey, how you doing? When I was 12 years old, I, I was people never checked up on me. You start telling stories that no one asked you for. We didn't ask you for all that. But you're stuck in this cycle and you enjoy this cycle. You want to live in this cycle. And so God said, these are cycles of hate, depression, rejection, abuse, and fear, tradition, hurt, loneliness, because you like being the victim. And for others, we created a cycle of deception, telling us that it takes too much work to change your situation. Too much work to change the situation. Listen, y'all, I looked at my washing machine one day at my house. And I was just looking at the different settings and the different cycles on my washing machine. And my washing machine has heavy, it has rinse, it has delicate, it has extra care. It even has a regular cycle. And I said, okay. And I have some pieces of clothing near me. I have a t-shirt here. I've also got a a towel that's a little, little small towel. But when I looked at this t-shirt, y'all, I looked at the tag and it has these instructions. Listen, the instructions. We're gonna go a little bit over time today, so y'all bear with me. It says machine wash cold with light colors, put it on a gentle cycle, only non-chlorine bleach when needed and tumble dry low. And you can use a cool iron if needed. And it says right here, care instructions. You want to take care of that shirt. You want that shirt to last a while. It says those are the instructions to keep it clean and to keep it in care. And I also have this little, little small towel, you know, the preaching towel when we were preaching. And it says here on here, the instruction says machine wash separately with cold water, tumble dry low, do not bleach 100% cotton made in China. My God. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to try to wrap this up as quick as I can because we're going to close this series today. But it says, listen, as I read those instructions, I realized that some clothes require a washing machine. Some clothes require dry clean only. Some clothes require a wet cloth. Certain clothes come with specific instructions, as I just read, as to how to clean your clothes. And when you ignore it, you ruin that shirt, that pants, or that dress. When you ignore the instructions, hear me, that is on the shirt. Y'all hear what I'm trying to say? The instructions that God gave Naaman, this is all, all tied into the world, all tied into the word. So listen, some washing machines can take small. It can take medium, large, and extra large load of clothes. It depends on the type of washing machine you have. So let's say this, and again, I'm gonna try to wrap this up, y'all. I know we're moving fast, but let's say that God is the big washing machine. And that our problems and our, our issues and situations are the types of clothes that we wear. Those clothes are multiplied. When you have a multiplicity of clothes, they become loads of clothes. I'm going to say this again. So let's say today, this morning, that God is a big washing machine and that our problems and that our issues and situations are the type of clothes that we wear. And when those problems and situations are multiplied, they become loads of clothes and loads of problems. Listen here. 
there are people putting loads, excuse me. There are some people that are putting small loads, small loads in the washing machine and they're setting the cycle on extra large. Now who does that? You got small loads of clothes and you set the cycle on extra large. Many times we have situations and dilemmas where we become so dramatic and we make the problem bigger than what it is. So we set our cycle on extra large. We go to the Lord and we say, oh, we, we, we just make something that is so small, so big. Small load of problems and we make it so big. We put, we put this prayer request on this extra large cycle of prayer. We want to do fasting and warfare for what? Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you right now to show me what I should wear today. What? What I should wear today? You don't need to travail and speak in tongues of what you need to wear today. You at the buffet line and you standing there saying, hey, hey, ma'am, can you touch it and agree with me? Come hold my hand. I, oh, father, I need to know what what piece of chicken should I get? Should I get the baked chicken, the fried chicken or the barbecue chicken? No, you don't need to have prayer time at the buffet line. No, no, no. Lord, what shoe should I wear with this dress? Oh, God. Da, 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 da. No. No, you at the football game, you start rebuking. I rebuke every cowboy spirit that's coming against my eagles, and I pray victory over the eagles in Jesus' name. No, 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 y'all. Those are those are those are some of those prayers don't need to be prayed. Some of those are small problems that you're making an extra large approach. You going fasting, travailing. You got the prayer shawl on, going in for something that ain't, that's so simple. Seriously. And guess what? Like I said earlier, some some materials and some clothing or some things you have, you can't even put it. You don't even need to even put it in a washing machine. You don't even need to even put it, take it to the dry cleaner. I had a weighted blanket and the weighted blanket said if this ever gets dirty, just take a damp cloth, a damp, D-A-M-P, take a damp cloth and just wipe it. And guess what the Lord spoke to me about? He said, in that example, Nathan, he said, those are the situations that don't even need a washing machine. All it needs is a cloth, a damp, a wet cloth. In other words, guess what it's trying to say? The Lord is saying, meaning that you have the authority over those minor issues. You don't have to pray about it. You don't have to go to God about it. You can fix it yourself. Huh? All right, as I close, I'm closing now. There are some times, y'all, where we have very large issues. We have some serious problems that we're dealing with, and we're wondering why the situation is not being fixed. We wonder why things are not being cleansed, why things are not being changed. Why? I gave it to God. He's the big washing machine. I gave it to God to clean this thing. I gave it to God so that he can handle my loads of, of situation. And so, but here's the issue. You came to God with a very large load of issues and you put it in prayer. You give it to him. He's the great washing machine, the big God. But you set the cycle on small. What does it look like putting a large load of clothes in a washing machine and you set it on small? It's only going to fill up but so much water. The cycle is only going to do but so much because it was set on a small cycle. And guess what? That's what we do with our situation. This large problem, small prayer, 
small praise, small worship, small giving, small relationship with God, but we want to see him give the results. The Lord is saying to you this morning, break the cycle. The Lord is saying to you this morning, break the cycle. In my last minute, the one of the most biggest transitions in my life, I kept asking the Lord, Lord, everything that is not like you, I need you to fix it. Lord, everything that is not like you, fix it, Jesus, fix it, Jesus, fix it, Jesus. And, and I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, everything that is not like you, I need you to fix it. And, and the Lord spoke to me with the old saying, Nathan, if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. Nathan, in order for me to fix everything that you're asking me to fix, you got to come broken. You need to break anger. You need to break tradition. You need to break fear. You need to break rejection. You need to break hatred. You need to break that abuse. You want me to fix those things. You got to break the cycle. Naaman wanted to be healed. And all he had to do was follow the simple instruction, break that cycle of doubt in his mind, break that cycle of anger, that furiousness that he was dealing with in his heart. And once he broke that cycle, once he followed the simple instruction, he had healing, deliverance, and breakthrough. Because the Bible says in verse 15, he says, and he returned to the man of God, 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 15, and he returned to the man of God, he and all his aides, and he came and stood before him. He said, indeed now, I know that there is no God in all the earth except the God of Israel. And after that, he tried to give the prophet a reward and the prophet refused it. But the main story today is to break the cycle. Watch God do some things in your life when you begin to break the cycle. People of God, I, I pray that you were blessed by this series that we did this these last couple of uh, prayer and fresh winds. I hope you were blessed. I've been blessed because the Lord just been tugging that sermon in my spirit to stretch it, to share with you. Because that's what we need to do. But listen. I know we went way, 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 way over our time. So those that stayed, if you're already at work, I'm, you know, just let your boss know I needed that word this morning. You know, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if you understand that or not. But listen, y'all be blessed today. Have a great day. This is Monday. Let's get it moving. We're building hope. We're transforming lives 24-7 Sound Gospel Radio. Let's get into the praise. God bless you. <laughs>